What's up, everybody? It's John Morgan. Listen, I want to just say thank y'all to everybody who has been supporting this podcast. Um, I cannot grow this without the support of the community who allows me to grow. So thank y'all to everybody who's been supporting, everybody who's been sharing it, everybody who is a subscriber on YouTube, everybody who has purchased merch from me, everybody who just tells somebody, you know, through through telling somebody in conversation who share these podcasts and your group text. Thank y'all. I, I, I cannot do this without you guys. So thank you for that. Right now, we want to ask for a specific type of support right now. If you can, stop what you're doing. Yes, you right now. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing right now. Go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Become a subscriber to this page, the Live Your Purpose podcast YouTube channel. Become a subscriber. Like, share, tell somebody about it. But stop what you're doing right now. Go to your YouTube page and become a subscriber. Click it. Click subscribe on the YouTube page and become a subscriber of this page. It allows us to grow and it allows us to, to touch different reach with different people. So please, if you could, if you call yourself a supporter, if you want to continue to see us grow and continue to see us build, stop what you're doing right now. Go to YouTube. Click that subscribe button. Like, thumbs up, all of that. Please, right now, Live Your Purpose Podcast. Peace. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Live Your Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, John Morgan, Jr., um, before we get into who our wonderful guest is for the day, man, I just want to say thank you to, you know, to everybody who's been supporting. Um, much love to the community of people who, you know, continue to support, whether that's watching the podcast, the video, whether that's watching the audio, whether that's purchasing the merch, whether that's, that's just telling somebody through word of mouth and telling a friend about what we're doing over here at LYP. I cannot do that without the community, and I really appreciate that. I never want to take that for granted, and I want you guys to know how much we genuinely support that. Um, for those of you who do not know, LYP, man, this is a space where we specifically want to have conversations with entrepreneurs and we want to talk to them about their backstories, but we also want to just be intentional about what they're currently doing that really helps them live their true selves and how they're living their purpose. Um, and through having conversations with, with entrepreneurs, we'll really be able to, we're really able to tap into like the psychology from, you know, how these people are um, not only facing fears, how they're overcoming adversity, but how they're doing things to make themselves uncomfortable every day. Um, to really be able to live their true selves. Um, so that's what LYP is really all about. And we do that by having conversations with, you know, super dope entrepreneurs. So our next guest, man, that we have, man, I'm, I'm super excited about having him on. Um, we, 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 we traveled, you know what I'm saying? Myself and the gang that got on the plane, man. We came down here to ATL. Yes, uh, we've been trying to make this happen for a few months. Um, and I'm, I'm super happy to be here and I'm honored to have these people, man. You know, so we got... We got we got we got the carries with us, man. We got Aaron and Nadia Carey. Um, they're entrepreneurs. They're owners of the company Connect. Um, they're educators of credit. They assist in credit repair and also credit growth. Um, and they're also owners of the Airbnb business, which we are actually staying in here. So much love yes. to them as well. What's up with y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, man. We blessed. Yeah, we great. We blessed. <laughs> we can't complain, man. Yeah, can't yeah, complain. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to have y'all on here um, for a variety of different reasons. But one of the things that I really appreciate about y'all and that like, I've seen from a distance is y'all really do the work. Like, you know what I'm saying? This, it's, it's no BS with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I can really tell that like y'all are sacrificing a lot of leisure time 
to really oh, provide yeah. the service that y'all doing. Mm-hmm. And fact. I appreciate yeah. that. Like you can't really you can't lie about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can you can can't pick fake through. That one. Yeah, you can't you can't fake that. So I appreciate y'all being here. So yeah. how, how how are y'all genuinely? How are y'all doing today? Today, I'm great. I'm yeah. blessed. I'm blessed to be here. I'm thankful every morning I wake up. Mm-hmm. Um really cuz I have friends who ain't here. So yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for where we are um, as a couple, as a unit, as a family. Um, and I'm just thankful for the people who are able to pour into each and every day. Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Hey. What about you, good brother? How yeah, you feeling, yeah. man? Around, around the same lines. I mean, I'm blessed. I can't complain about nothing. Um, we're in a beautiful situation. I got my family here, right? I got, you know, my daughter, my mother is now living with mm-hmm. us. Um, yeah. We got a lot going on. Our businesses are growing. They're not where we want to be at just yet, but they're growing. Um, and I can't complain, man. I'm truly blessed. Yeah. Well, listen, let's start Let's start at the very beginning. You know, I really want to get into y'all's story, but let's start at the beginning for y'all individually. Before we even get into the unit yeah. of what, what y'all are today, Yeah. like, individually for both of y'all, when you reflect back on your childhood and, you know, those early experiences, what are some of the things that really stand out for you? I want to start with you first, Nadia. When you think about those early, early experiences being a youngster, mm-hmm. what's some of those things that really, you know, stand out for you? Yeah, I feel like I was always um, very business oriented, even mm. as a kid. You know, I was um, the only girl in a daycare with all boys. Okay. And I would draw pictures and I would have them selling my pictures to adults for me. You know, so like that entrepreneurial spirit has always been ingrained in me. Mm. Um, I've always been a leader. I've always been a little mature for my age, as people would say, I guess. Um, but I think that that's always been there. So, you know, it's interesting for me just kind of looking back. I'm like, I don't feel like, not that I was never a kid, but I always saw more yeah, for yeah, myself, yeah. you know, and I always wanted to go after that, even as a youngster. Mm, so mm, That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. What about you? Yeah, I mean, for me, as a, as a kid, I was just an athlete, right? I played a lot of basketball growing up. I was on the AAU circuit. So I really didn't get the experience getting a job or having to do things like that. But my dad he always had his own hauling business. Mm. So I see him literally leave out the house six in the morning, right? Sometimes eight in the morning after dropping me off at school, he won't come back in the house until it's dark, it's night. You know what I'm saying? So I got to experience entrepreneurship up close and personal, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to learn from my father exactly what it takes to be an entrepreneur, some of the mistakes and the flaws that he had in his business and how I could kind of, you know, take what I learned from him and what I didn't learn from him to be able to do what I'm doing here today. Mm. Um, but as a child, man, I got to be a kid. I got to travel the country. Um, I played against numerous, you know, people Some that's playing in NBA right now. Um, just because I was in the AAU circuit, I played football, and I got to enjoy being a child. So, yeah. 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 So, man, when you reflect back on those times, you know, seeing your pops, you know, have, have his own business as a youngster, what's some of the things that really stand out for you? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the reason I, reason I ask that is because I always like to, you know, pick people's brains about their earliest experiences of, you know, entrepreneurs and creatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because for me, you know, that wasn't necessarily my own experience. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had Same. other experiences that were intentional, you know. So it's always interesting to me to hear people who were exposed to entrepreneurship and just creators yeah. at, a, at an early age. So, like, mm-hmm. what's some of the stuff that really stands out for you? I think, for one, I got to see how hard my dad worked, mm-hmm. right? He worked hard, like I said, from the morning to the nighttime. Mm-hmm. It was, like I said, it was sometimes he wouldn't come home till the job was done. And when the job was done, when he got paid, right? We all know as entrepreneurs, Hey, it, it's not an everyday paycheck. It's, yeah. not, it's not a weekly paycheck. We don't yeah. know what we're going to come home to every Friday. Yeah. Right? So I literally seen him have to bust his ass to be able to provide um, for the family. Right? Yeah. And then number two, I also seen the struggles of an entrepreneur. Mm. Right? My dad still works on that, on that truck till this day. 
Different truck, obviously, because the equipment broke down. <laughs> right, right, right. But he still works on the truck till this day. He never was able to scale up to get employees up under him to be able to just step back from the business and allow, and allow the business to work for him. Mm -hmm. He's still, to this day, works working for his business. Mm -hmm. So that's one main takeaway. I don't want to be that. Mm -hmm. right? I'm, I don't want to be that at all. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, those are the two, main, the two biggest takeaways. Mm -hmm. yeah. And wh what about for you? So who, who were some of your earliest you know, influences or just like yeah. you know, people that you were exposed to in gotcha. entrepreneurship early on? So I would start with my mom. And my mom was not an entrepreneur per se, but she worked extremely hard. So growing up, she always worked for the Federal Reserve Bank um, of downtown Cleveland. And she was in an administrative position. Mm -hmm. And one thing that she really instilled in us was hard work. She was a single mom, so kind of watching her take care of my brother and I, you know, in itself was one thing, but I always knew that, okay, there has to be more. There has to be more than one building that you go and clock in for 25 years. And she never wanted that for us, you know? Yeah. So she would always encourage us, hey, you know, explore. Do what you want. But if we started, like I was a cheerleader growing up. So I did, I cheerleaded all the way through um, middle school, through high school. I cut when I got to college, okay, it was different. <laughs> but even doing that, you know, she would say, you know, if you start something this year and you're going to do it the entire season or the entire year and then you go to the next thing. And what that really instilled in me was hard work. So even mm -hmm. though I didn't get entrepreneurship from that, I understood why I needed to be an entrepreneur because I saw the sacrifice that she was making and how and the little merit that it led to, right? Yeah. But then I also understood there's always more, right? Yeah. So so she made sure that we were able to do that. So I would definitely say my mom there. And then just watching different women growing up, like, I think, I mean, for one, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I love her. Okay, okay, okay. 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 But, Shout out to the Beehive. Okay, right. please. Yeah, 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 for but sure. But just looking, I mean, she's right there, okay, yeah, yeah, on the wall, you know? Yeah, it's, she's, it's she's, she's there. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but, but really just looking at her career and how she came in as a child and was just able to take over the industry the way that she did you know along with her family was beautiful to me like family has always been huge to me right. so to see the way that she was able to grow how she kind of pivoted in her career same thing with Rihanna those are probably my top two women that I love Okay, okay. Um, but just their unapologetic artistry yeah, is beautiful yeah, yeah. to me you know yeah. not knowing when to pivot and not caring what anybody's thinking like Rihanna said the album was coming out and we don't know where it's at. It yeah, ain't yeah, been here yeah. for about four, it five might, it years. It might be a rap. We okay? might not be getting exactly. more with Rihanna music. And I'm it okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so yeah, okay with that yeah. because what, she a millionaire, billionaire now? Billionaire. Or, you know Fenty. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's going crazy. She's killing it. Right, but, I, right. but people got so caught up and I'm like, I love that about her. Mm -hmm. I love that she knows who she is and she's so comfortable in that that she's able to say, it's time for me to pivot and right. it's time for me to do something else. So right. those are definitely two, three women that um, definitely no, encourage that's, me. That's beautiful. Now those are the experiences that I can resonate with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wasn't exposed to entrepreneurs per se, but like, one of the things that I learned early on from my mother specifically is that she was a grinder, man. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? My mom worked at Chrysler, which, you know, a lot of the people, you mm -hmm. know, in Northeast Ohio yep. work, you know, a lot yeah. of those people came up working in the automotive industry. Yeah. And one of the things that I learned from my mother early on is that, like, whether if it was first shift, second shift, third shift, my mom was going to work mm -hmm. and she was grinding, you know what I'm saying? She was putting food on the table, but she also worked so hard to the point where, like, you know, I could, I could see the distress that it caused on her later yeah. on in life. And for me, it let me know, like, okay, I understand the security mm -hmm. that comes, you, you know, with having, with having, a having a job. Yeah. But at the same time, man, I want to create something a little bit more, mm -hmm. you know, that allows me to really be able to thrive and be free. Right. And that's what I got from artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I learned from, you know, some of my favorite artists and creatives. Like, okay, um... This is an avenue that allows, you know, that's going to allow me to be able to create something and build something for not only for myself and for my family, but for the people who I'm not going to get a chance to meet. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? The people who are going to be coming after right, me. Right. So that's a that's an important thing for people to really be able to understand is that, like, 
a lot of us is not going to be, you know, exposed to entrepreneurs per yeah. se, but we can still True. pick up on those traits, yes. which you said exactly. as well, which is that, listen, my pops worked hard. Hard work is going to translate no matter what yeah. field you in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Right. And as we know, being entrepreneurs, you work harder, you know what I'm saying? On, <laughs> oh, on, my on, goodness. On, 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 on this <laughs> side of the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, di disclaimer, there's no more 40-hour weeks as yeah, entrepreneurs. No, yeah. no you're it's, going above and beyond that for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, let's... Y'all, y'all, y'all own individuals, but like, let's start with y'all origin. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how did y'all two come together? Like, I, like I was telling y'all off, off camera, I, in doing my own little research, like the first, what I did was, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna go to both of their Instagrams and see when they posted pictures of each other. Yeah. What was the first right, one? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all uh -huh. right, okay, that was like the, the set telling point. But like, yeah. what, what was y'all origin story? Like, tell people how y'all started, how y'all formed, and like, you know, how that ultimately evolved in what we're seeing today. Yeah. yeah. I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously I'm from Akron, not even Cleveland Heights. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually met at Ohio State. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we both went to school at Ohio State, both graduated from Ohio State, and that's where we met. Originally, we were just friends, right? Yeah. Ohio State is a large school, but Jeez. it's a small black community, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So the black um, students at Ohio State, you pretty much know everybody yeah. that's in yeah. your class and the, and the classes that you're in uh, the school with, right? Mm -hmm. So we met probably at like the Hale Center, which is like the black, it was the black center um, at Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we became friends. And what was that about? Not even super close friends, though. Yeah, like, yeah. No, we weren't even. We weren't even close friends. Cool. It was like a mutual respect. Yeah. It wasn't like we was friends and we like kicking and hanging out. Yeah. It was just like, no, like that's not even. Like we, be, we both had our own individual stuff going on on campus, yeah. right? Okay. I was known for throwing the parties, kicking it, mm -hmm. and you know what I'm saying? And Nadi was more so known for, I would say, better reason than I was. <laughs> she was on like Heritage Fest, which is like a huge annual festival. I was on all the clubs, all the organizations, okay. Okay. Right, right. president all the organizations. of, yeah. Okay, exactly, okay. exactly. Yeah. But we still were, um, I would call us pretty known and prominent mm -hmm. on campus. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just being mutual leaders on Ohio State's campus, uh, you know, we kind of connected then. Mm -hmm. And it was, what is that, our junior year? Yeah, junior year. Our junior year? That's mm -hmm. really when we started kicking it. And mm -hmm. then once we started kicking it, it really wasn't too long after that. Then yeah. it was like, all right, it we go together. It was my 21st birthday, and he and his friends, they threw a party uh -huh. at this, you know, well-known club. Charlie Bear. Charlie Bear. Shout out yeah. to Charlie okay. Bear for everybody okay. with the issue, okay? But that was around the block from my house, and it was uh -huh. my 21st birthday, so clearly a very lit night, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But yeah. I bagged him that night. Yeah. I bagged him that Let's, night, okay? Yeah. 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 I bagged him. Okay, okay. Yeah. And from there, it was solidified. It was like, okay, uh, yeah, that was it. It was like, yeah. That maybe happened on Saturday. We went on a fake date on Friday, and by the next Saturday, we were together. She started twerking on me, and I was like, we go together. You know? I was like, yeah, we go together now. Yeah, Okay, okay, okay. And that was the beginning of it. And then shortly after, um, we, like I said, we were already driven on campus. We already had goals. We already had ambitions. Um, and at that point in time, I wasn't even in school. I had dropped out of school. Yeah. Um, but I was still on campus. You know that big. You, you drop out. You, you ain't going to class, but you still on campus, right? So I was in one of them type of situations yeah. where I, I, I wasn't in school. Can we backtrack though? Because okay, you had a ahead, full ride. I had a full ride. Let's, let's make that known. Okay. Aaron had a full ride. I had a full ride, but I wasn't the best student in college, all right? What yeah. I wanted to do when I went to college, I thought one, it was going to be easy like high school. Yeah. I got through high school pretty easy. Yeah. I was a, a A. You know, I think I graduated like a 3.8, 3.6, mm -hmm. something like that. I was a, I was a good a student, and I didn't really try in high school. 
So I took them same practices. And you had an academic for right? Yeah, 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 I had an academic, okay. right? So I took them same practices to Ohio State, and they just didn't work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot more studying, a lot more, you know, making sure you, you do these assignments, things of that nature. A lot more freedom. And yeah. a lot more freedom, oh gosh, right? And that freedom led me to just partying, kicking it. Um, so that got me in a situation where I ended up losing my scholarship a few times. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I ended up fighting for it back, you know, going back and forth mm -hmm. and getting back in. So, yeah, I don't know why Naughty want to put that, put my business out there like that. that. But it's all good. I did drop out okay. of school at least twice. Yeah. While, but I did finish. I got that degree. So, yeah. Okay. Holla at me. Okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> well, listen, um, we coming off this, we coming off a crazy year. Mm -hmm. in, in for sure. 2020. You know, I know for myself, man, I learned a lot about myself. You know, it was a lot of, um, Pivoting, as, yeah. as you said, you know, a lot of transition, um, a lot of just overall change. Um, for y'all, like, what did y'all learn about yourselves in the pandemic in 2020 specifically? Yeah, I think the main thing that resonates with me is my faith has gotten me places that the facts don't support. Oof. Mm -hmm. And Ooh, that's break like, that down. Break that down. Yeah, let me break it down yeah. for y'all. Literally, I mean, like you said, the pandemic. I mean, people, you know, death around us, right? People are getting sickly. People are losing jobs, mm -hmm. right? And I had a vision that wouldn't, let me go back it up. So we got into this trucking game, right? Somebody had told me, they literally just told me, hey, you know, AC, I'm making X amount of dollars in trucking. They said about $5,000 a week in trucking. As soon as I heard that, I instantly pivoted because I wasn't making no money at this point in time, right? I was literally Ubering. Um, you know, just trying to figure trying it out. Because yeah. the one thing about me is I'm unemployable. I'm terrible <laughs> at jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I got, I had a, I could probably count on my hand how many jobs I had. And I never got fired from any of them because I quit before they could fire me. Mm. That's how bad of an employee <laughs> I am, right? Mm -hmm. So I was to the point where um, I would do anything to not get a job, right? Even sacrifice and struggle. And at, at some points put us in a bind, our relationship and our family, mm -hmm. because I didn't want to go get a job, right? So I'm in a space where I'm just trying to make things work. Like I said, I'm Ubering, uh, I'm, I got like side projects, trying to do graphic design, things of that nature, just trying to keep it afloat. I'm trying yeah. to pay the bills at this point. Um, and I hear a guy, he talk about this trucking industry. Hey, I'm making $5,000 a week, I got my own truck. He said, and it's easy. He said, all you got to do is get your CDL, go get your own truck. After I had that conversation, not a week later, I was in CDL school, mm. going to get my CDL, right? Mm -hmm. Right after I graduated CDL in four weeks, and not even a week after that, I was buying a truck. Mm. And I got, one, I took a loan from my mom. My mom took a loan from her retirement, boom, to put down on the loan. I think I got, oh, yeah, I got <laughs> and Nadi, <laughs> and she looking like, wait a minute, don't miss hey, this part of the story. Hey, listen, yeah. Nadi, right? <laughs> she wasn't even my wife. She's my girlfriend, not even my fiance. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I started learning about credit. This is crazy because it takes the best of origin to everything. Yeah. I started learning about credit off of YouTube University. I'm learning about Shout these. Shout out YouTube. Okay. Shout out to YouTube. <laughs> I'm learning how these people are getting these credit cards, these high limit credit cards, zero percent interest for a year. So after I hear, after studying YouTube for about a week, I go up to Nadi. I say, look, Nadi, my mom gave me. 15,000, I need about another 20,000, right? Mm -hmm. I said, listen, I've been learning. It's what we can do. <laughs> At this point, it's my credit is literally shot. I, I had a 490 credit score. So I, I, didn't have, I had no means of getting no credit limits extended to me at all, mm -hmm. right? Had a 490 credit score. Naughty over here. <laughs> she had that 700 plus. I'm looking at her like, okay, this is the play. Mm -hmm. So I explained it to her. She really didn't get it at first. She's like, you want me to do what? Take out these credit cards to do what? The truck. You just learned about this truck, <laughs> oh right? Oh, my gosh. So anyway, she ended up going for it. She ended up doing it. Mm -hmm. We buy the truck. 
I get that truck, man. I buy the worst truck you could possibly buy. Oh my god. I spent I spent twenty five thousand on a truck. I pull into a mechanic. Mechanic like, man, this thing gonna need at least ten, fifteen thousand dollars more of work. At this point, I'm tapped out. I didn't use my mom's loan. Mm-hmm. We didn't. I didn't use her money up. Yeah. So at this point, I gotta sit in truck. And it's a lemon. Mm. I can't make no money off of it. And I'm trying my hardest. I'm asking people, yo, you want to partner up? You want to do this? No one was biting. So eventually, I'm like, okay, I got to give in, right? Because now it's putting a strain not only on our finances, our whole relationship, our household. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I had to take a job. The best thing I could have done, though, because it taught me a lot about the industry. So I went and I started working for this company called A&R Logistics, right? Um, and we was doing resin. Basically, I was driving a tank, and inside that tank was a bunch of plastic um, that would make, like, you know, car parts, milk cartons, water bottles, things of that nature. So I got uh, some experience doing that. Mm-hmm. And not even six months into the job, one of my good friends from college, right? So this is very important that you mm-hmm. have and you build these relationships. Networks, yeah. Right? One of my homies from college said, yo, I need you. He had a trucking company as well. He said, yo, I need you up in Toledo tomorrow. Right, so I, I, I'm on the road at this point. I might even be coming back from Canada. I mm-hmm. call Nadia. I'm like, yo, Joe's calling about this opportunity up in Toledo, whoop de whoop. So at this point, Nadia's not hearing it because she's like, no, nah, you need to be working so right. we can pay off this debt <laughs> right. that you got me in. Yeah. Your truck's sitting at this point. It's been right. six months. You ain't did nothing with the truck. We're right. still paying uh, parking rent on the truck, right? So long story short, we end up going up to Toledo, and this is at the peak of COVID, right? We ended, up going, yeah. we ended up going up to Toledo, um, and what happened was we went up there to basically put our eyes on a facility for one of my homies because he had an operation going on in Toledo. He's, he's living in Indianapolis. We was going up there to hire on some people, right, to get him some more drivers. Mm-hmm. We ended up going up there, and we seen there was a huge need. It needed some leadership. It needed some management. It needed some cleaning up, and they needed drivers. So we ended up negotiating a deal mm-hmm. to the point where we got paid for managing, we got paid to hire drivers, and we were getting paid a portion, you know, a portion of the budget that was going to the drivers was going to come to us for being the people that hired them right. and being over them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so long story short, we went out there. I ended up, uh, you know, I was, I didn't leave my job, but I went on like a little sick leave mm-hmm. situation where it was like, okay, job. COVID. Yeah, COVID, <laughs> COVID stuff right, happening. Right, right. I just needed to leave out. We went up to Toledo. We got an Airbnb up there. Oh my God. We did about a weekend, the first week. I think our first check was like $6,000. Mm-hmm. We was like, okay. We can do this. Yeah, we can do this. That's all right? okay, trucking, huh? And that was that was with like five or six drivers we hired. Yeah, yeah, that we brought out there with And us. then the next week came by, we hired about six more. Check came back, 10000 We said, okay. Mm-hmm. Mind you, like I said, not even six months ago, I was probably making $20,000, $25,000 a year. All right. Now, we come out here for one week to check 5000 check 8000 right? And then next you know, for the next three months, we making 18000 15000 20000 22000 Every single week getting deposited into yeah. our accounts for a business, right, that it wasn't, even our, it wasn't even our business. It was my homie's opportunity, but he brought our company on to help his company, mm-hmm. right? So the, the play was already in front of us. We just had to say yes to the opportunity, right? Right. And the crazy thing about it, that's the first time we, we really started making money, right? Because mm-hmm. Nadia was working corporate. Yeah. I mean, with my trucking job, I probably made like 70000 that first year. You know, it's, it's trucking. But I wasn't going to see them deposit hit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is, is a year before that, my homie had called us to do, to do the, the same, same exact thing. thing yeah. And we told him no. Because we were working. 
how we it told working. him no. Told she him was no. working. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I told him no because I, I probably at that point wasn't doing nothing right. but trying to figure it out. Yeah. And we ended up telling him no. The same it opportunity. The right mm-hmm. It was the right time. The, the perfect well, moment. It wasn't, it wasn't the right back time. Back then it wasn't. Yeah. Back then it wasn't. Yeah. Back then it wasn't. But the, the time that we did say yes to Correct. it, we was more prepared. We was ready for it, and um, literally we hit six figures twice. We hit six figures twice in what a four month span. Yeah. And we hit our first six figures in, in eight weeks. Eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So I, I went from with a business that was only three months old. Yeah, the business you know, was only three was, months it old. It was a brand new business. Okay, so, so time out. Okay, let's go back. You just yeah. said a whole lot. All right, yeah, so yeah, that was a whole lot. Number number one. Yep. Number one. What made you say yes? It was COVID. So <laughs> me working in retail, I was a buyer for Justice, a little girl's brand. So I saw the effects of COVID happening September 2019. You okay. know, all of our factories overseas, ah, yeah, all of that, you know, I'm kind of seeing it before it hit the states. So when March, yeah. So when March hit, that's when you could really see it in the states. All the stores mm-hmm. is empty, groceries flying off the racks, you know, people, you know, it was going nuts. Yeah, those early days of COVID It was crazy. Was it was bonkers. rough. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. rough. Mm-hmm. And so, um, actually, our baby, I, you know, I never took her to the hospital to see if she had COVID, but I'm pretty positive she did. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't allow people to instill that fear in me with everything that was right. going on. I kept her home one day. And I think that was on Monday. I went into work on Friday, and they were sending everybody home. You know, we were going to start working from home. And at that point, I said, okay, this ain't going to last long. You know, because, again, with me, I was in a buyer role at that point. But when I first joined Justice, I was in an administrative role, like how my mom was, right? Mm. So I worked with the president. I worked with the chief merchandise officer. So I would see budgets, how much people get paid, everything. I have visibility to everything. So I kind of understood what was happening, when it was happening in this role down here, right? So when we went home and started working from home, I kind of knew, we okay, I need to pivot. I need to figure something else out because there's a good chance people are going to get laid off. People have been getting laid off overseas. They're yeah. going to start downsizing. I saw that coming, right? So when COVID hit and I went home, you know, we were looking at dispatching at first before our homie called us with this opportunity. So then pivot from dispatching. Okay, we're going out to Toledo. So really there was nothing holding us back. And so that's what made me say yes. It was like I know that retail isn't going to necessarily suffice if I do decide to keep this job the pay might get cut you know I I might get cut I just knew that there was a risky factor so I'm like well if there's already going to be a risk why not try this yeah Mm -hmm. and so number two you started it by saying man that your faith was was crazy you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. coming into this is is crazy right talk about like talk about those moments of it's not working yeah you know what I'm saying you gotta (laughs) you know you gotta talk to Nadi about like man Look, I need this. I need this loan. You know, mom that helped you out, like, but it's it's slow at first. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you, you're not yeah. really getting no real results immediately. Right. Yet something still internally is telling you, nah, keep going. Don't stop. Don't right. stop. Talk about like what you were feeling and what you were thinking in those moments. Yeah, yeah. In that exact moment, I mean, I was thinking this has to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there was no other plan because I didn't. I, like I said, I was driving Uber, y'all. Like I, I couldn't pay back thirty five, forty thousand dollars worth of debt driving no Uber. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not as long as I wanted to drive or as many hours as I could get it in, I was not gonna be able to pay that back. So I knew at one point, um, well at some point I should say, I knew that it was gonna click or it was gonna be able to be profitable. And then I had I did have the you know, the blanket of being able to just go get a job. Right. I, I had the CDL, so I, I was able to drive trucks and I knew I can at least make a thousand dollars a week to go help pay towards not only the, the house bills, but then this debt that I got us into, into the trucking. Um, but, you know, I come back to that statement. 
my faith had to be strong the whole time because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I didn't know anything about this industry. I jumped into this literally like I was telling y'all, hey, guys, I'm making $5,000 a week. And you just listen to this podcast, you, you turn off the podcast, and you go get in CDL school. That's literally how I jumped in. I didn't do no <laughs> formal education. Yeah. I didn't look up any books. I didn't read you anything. Took a shot. One I just took a shot <laughs> off of one conversation that yeah. sounded really, really good. And I took a chance. So it was a it was a major strain until it started working. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Up until the point where it started working, it was a major strain. How were how were y'all challenged as a as a unit during during those moments? You yeah. know what I'm saying? When it's when it's not working, you know what I'm saying? You gotta figure it out. You're trying to make it work. How was your unit really challenged in those moments? Because that's yeah, I mean it would it that's was that's not that's not easy in any yeah. in any no. part of any relationship. But yeah. we talking about in the midst of of COVID, we never seen this before. We in the right. midst of a pandemic. The world was literally shut down. People is dying outside. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So how were y'all? How were y'all challenged? You know, as as a unit. Yeah. yeah. So so here's the thing. The challenge really came up until COVID really hit, right? Yeah. Because up once COVID, COVID hit, that's when our lit. stuff took off. Ah. <laughs> our stuff you know took off in COVID. But, but yeah. pre-COVID, it was like we was going through everything. Like I said, I bought the truck. And after I buy in the truck, I find out I need twenty thousand more dollars worth of work in it, right? So obviously now I got to come home and I got to tell my wife. Like I said, girlfriend. My, my girlfriend then. <laughs> I got to tell my Ooh. girlfriend then, like, babe, we need $20,000 more, but don't worry. I'm going to come up with it. I'm going to get it. I got a plan. How? Some, Sweat. Right? That's some real I got love, a plan. man. And, and that's, oh and that's the exact response you yeah. give me. How? How are you doing this? Just give me step Uber. by step. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, she was really challenging me. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just as far as being a provider for the family. You know, mm -hmm. she was challenging me in ways that helped me grow and groom me, right? Because there was tough questions that she would ask me that I always didn't have an answer Ooh. for, right? <laughs> but what I learned is, what I learned is, sometimes you won't have every answer, right. and that's okay too. That's good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Sometimes I don't, but what I'm going to do is, I'm going to pray about it, right? I'm going to get my word about it. I'm going to ask God about it. I'm going to seek and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm a pray and I'm gonna ask him just to show me right mm -hmm. show me my next steps because I don't know where I'm at and yeah. there was plenty of times and points during that period where I was like that because I had no answers for her for yeah. anybody at that point you know because at this point people are seeing it I'm, I'm posting it people are seeing the truck yo what's going on with the truck what's happening what's what's going on with trucking <laughs> what are you doing now right yeah, so your credibility yeah. is being challenged yeah, a little yeah. bit yeah my credibility yeah. but. Which I didn't really care about, right? Because I was more thinking about my family. Right. I'm like, yo, I'm about to lose my family over going over this investment that, to me, like looking at it now was stupid, right? Yeah. I mean, it worked out for the better. It <laughs> right. became Thank a blessing. In those but, but yeah. I, you know, yeah, yeah. Just, just looking back at yeah. it, like even now, it's like I don't, I don't like to invest <laughs> like that now. You know what I'm saying? I probably and 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 I'm not even gonna say I wouldn't because since I've seen the outcome and how things work and play out in my favor. I wouldn't even necessarily say I would never do it like that again, but I'm more conscious about the way that I'm moving money and the way that I'm uh, investing. Put it What's up, everybody? It's your boy, John Morgan. Listen, man, right now, as y'all can see, man, I got on the new Leah Purpose podcast merch, man. It's going crazy right now, the t-shirts. I got the dad hats. People always hit me up. John, man, where can I get it? How can I grab your stuff? You got a website, you got a site, you got a site, you got a site, how can I grab it? I'm here to tell you, yes, we do have a site. All right, that site is www.lypp.org, O-R-G. Again, it's www.lypp.org. Go to that website right now, man. You can find our, 
or uh, you can find a link to the YouTube channel. You can find a link to the audio platform, but you also can find where you can shop and grab your merch right now. Again, man, check check us out. We got the tees going crazy right now. The dad hats. Expect to see some new products on that site. Go right now. www.lypp.org. Again, man. A lot of y'all been hitting me up asking me about this link and this site. It's available. So do yourself a favor. Go through support. Shout with your boy, spend some money with your boy. I know some of y'all still got that PPE money. Come spend some with your boy, man. Peace. Man, so a, a couple a couple things, man. Um, I'm I'm reading, I'm currently in the middle of reading Will Smith's new memoir yeah. book. And he was talking, and it's an amazing I book. I just bought it, it yeah. It's, a, it's amazing. I'm I'm taking it in audibly, and I don't even like listening to books that mm -hmm. way. But mm -hmm. this book, and, and he's narrating it. Oh, yeah. Amazing read. It's, it's, it's amazing. But one of the things he talks about is like when he um, is beginning to like take on the role as the Fresh Prince, he never acted before. But Quincy Jones is like having him at this party and like, you know, really encouraging him and empowering him. Like, listen, man, take this opportunity. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that he spoke about, he was like, the thing about magic in the universe is that like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? We can always look back in hindsight and logically look, look at when magical things happen and be like, that shit didn't make no sense. I shouldn't have did that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not how magic and universe, works. you know what I'm saying, the yeah. universe works. Like, yeah. it's supposed to defy odds. Like, right. it's, a, it's right. not supposed to add up to logic. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's the that's that's a powerful thing, what you're saying, is talking about, like, look, I don't even invest that way today, but I had I took a shot, and, and it had to work. You know, mm. that that's very powerful. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I hear that you're saying, man, that's extremely valuable is, like, having the foundation and the support of a good woman and a good partner, mm -hmm. like, we always talk about like the the value and the power of like relationships, right? But we talk about the power and the support of home, yeah. And your lady being solid, mm -hmm. man. That's everything. When you said that she was she was questioning me, asking me these questions that I didn't have the answer for, bro. That viscerally <laughs> speaking to me in my spirit, but I know yeah. what that feels like. You know, when I've when I've talked, you know, to my lady about you know things that I wanted to do and things that I wanted to pursue. I never got the feeling that she was not trying to support me, mm -hmm. right. but she did challenge me in a way that asked me questions that made me think. And it wasn't necessarily that she was looking for an answer. She was like, all right, listen, I have to like challenge you, you know, to mm -hmm. push you to grow and to like push us to grow because you know, this is our family. These are right. things that, you know, these are important, important yeah. things to ask, Yeah. but I didn't have the answer, but I'm gonna, you know, figure it out. I'm gonna do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust myself. I'm gonna be honest with her about my process. And that's what like building healthy relationships is about. It's about, it's about yeah. challenging people. It's about, yeah. you know, receiving that challenge and like, you know, doing something with it. Not necessarily having an answer to the question. Right. right. You know, so that's very powerful that what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for like sure. much kudos to you for like, you know, receiving that in a way mm -hmm. and like, you know. This may not look like the you know the most logical thing to the outside world, yeah, but for sure. I trust my guy. Like mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying I trust who this who this man is. You yeah. know, I trust the individual that he is. You know, that's that's very that's yeah. very powerful. A lot of people don't have that. Man. Yeah, I think that what said it for us though is that you know prior to us getting to 2020 with Carrie Brothers, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We had a, another business that we started in college, so mm -hmm. Harvard All Fashion, which was a nonprofit. But I could reflect on what we did with that business so early in our relationship and just how God blessed it and mm -hmm. how many people we were able to impact by partnering together. You know, So I could look back at that and I could say, okay, I don't know what the hell this man is doing right now, but I know that 
<laughs> it's gonna work out because yeah. I've seen this work out before, you yeah. know. So I kind of had that to hold on to, but it was challenging. It was rough, you know, as a woman and just as a females in general, we want answers. Yeah. So when you don't have an yeah. answer, yeah. and you know, I'm asking the question a different way <laughs> and trying to see, okay, well maybe you thought about it this way and yeah. you just nothing, you know. And then you got your friends and your family, and they're like, well, what the hell is y'all doing? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm here. You right. know, we gonna we gonna rock it out, you know. And that's that became a hard part for me to deal with too because now it's not only dealing with this at home but then you got the outside you know your friends and family love you they want the best for you but you're taking all that in as well you yeah. know and so it became it got really challenging so let's let's yeah. talk about that like you know y'all y'all were young people and y'all started a business and you know on the clothing line early on in college how did y'all have the like you know the mindset to say all right we young we love each other but like Let's jump into business together. Like, you know, where did that, I like, how did y'all know that that's what y'all wanted to do? Where did the idea yeah. even come from to, like, let's, it's one thing for one of y'all to start it before y'all both to say, let's do it together and collectively. Right. How did that come about, especially being young people? Yeah, so really, I think it was just always there, honestly. Yeah. So, you know, again, in college, I was pretty much on different boards. I'm in different groups. I'm planning events. I'm hosting different things. And then AC, you know, he's doing the same thing in a different light, right? He wasn't in groups and stuff, but he's, you know, he was throwing parties. He mm -hmm. started his own organization that was super profitable, that was known, that was doing more parties and better numbers than Greeks. You know, mm -hmm. like it was nuts. It, yeah, was, yeah. it was, he was a disruptor. No, I was, I was at a couple of them parties yeah, back in the I mean, day. It was, was, it was, was disruptive. Yeah, we, we had, it was, we had it going. Yeah, it was sure. very for disruptive sure. to yeah. campus, okay? Mm -hmm. But, you know, but so that was always there for us. So when we came together, um, what was that, 2014, a lot of the Greek stuff had died down. A lot of chapters had been suspended. Um, campus was just dead, honestly. We, you know, old state just shifted so much. I think it was really the Greek part that kind of died down. Yeah, what else would and, you say? Yeah, that, and we were both fashion majors. We were both fashion so this, majors, this yeah. So this is when I finally got back into school yeah. for the last time. I was no more turning back after this one. Um, we were both fashion majors, and you know Nadia had went out to an internship. Mm -hmm. out I was in New York, New York that, and I was, that summer. Yeah, I interned for Henry Bendel out in okay. New York, yeah. and so I was able to get that experience. But leading up to that experience, I would I went out to New York maybe two summers prior, and I didn't get the internship. Mm. And so coming back to Ohio State and realizing, you know, damn, if I wasn't Nadia, this would be super discouraging because I'm going here. I have a resume that says, hey, I'm Nadia. I'm in these groups, and I go to Ohio State. But you're up against students from LIM, FIT, all these big fashion schools, and you're all competing for the same internships. So I'm like, this would be hella discouraging. So yeah. by the time AC and I got together, I'm like, okay, well, how can we change this for different, you know, for everybody else on campus? Yeah. After that summer, I literally went back to Ohio State and I sat down with the dean of my school and I had a whole proposal of classes and things that we needed to implement to make our program better. Because honestly, I'm gonna be real, it was a joke. Yeah. You know, if students were coming in and telling me they want to do fashion design, I said, this is not the school for you. And I had some who actually changed and went to Kent, you know, for that reason. But I was like, you know, how can we change this? And so when AC and I got together in 2014, it was March, you know, March, April. And by what, May, so May, June, we had this idea of Harvard All Fashion. By September, we had started and we had our first meeting. And I want to say, you know, 50 people showed up and we were yeah. like, Oh shit! This is you know <laughs> right, right. they want this. Yeah, yeah, it's lit. Okay, and it's real. Yeah, and, and it goes to show. I feel like back in those days, um, and still to this day, like Nadia is really great at executing ideas, mm -hmm. right? And I have great vision. Yeah, like I can see sure. uh, an event happening or yeah. you know a moment happening before it happens. But I may not know every step to be able to get it to execute for man, it to look speak, like that. Y'all speaking to me right now, man. Right? Yeah. Me and my wife got so many of these similarities. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead, yeah. go ahead. I'm listening, go well, ahead. Well, that, that was really my point. So yeah. Yeah. when we came together, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it flowed instantly because mm -hmm. I, seen the, I seen the vision, I seen the, the end point, and now they can literally take a step-by-step step 
and she had the the actual experience to be able to get us there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 powerful, man. That that that's powerful. One of the things. What, what was your statement? You said again. You said your faith was what? Say that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what you, you, know you, you say? Yeah, the, my faith uh -huh. will take me to spaces. I got right that, that the shit facts down. don't support. My faith will take me to places my fact facts will not support. Exactly. That's powerful. Man, I when I um that's when I when I hear both of y'all speak, you know, there is this like this underlining, you know, power of faith that y'all have and like, you know, through social media and just through following y'all and y'all work, one of the things that y'all really talk about is, you know, you know, the importance of y'all spiritual foundation and how much God really you know, pours into what y'all doing, yeah. which really allows y'all to turn this up. The man above, up, for which, real. Which, okay. which really allows y'all to provide service. Yeah. Like, yeah, we talk, we talking about business, we talking about money, we talking about financial freedom and things like that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, man, we talking about service. service. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, y'all are intentional about talking about, you know, how important God has really played into what y'all doing. Can y'all can just can y'all just speak to a little bit about? the importance of, you know, how God really plays into what y'all doing? Yeah. i say it was everything. Yeah. That was a major shift, I feel, in our relationship, in mm -hmm. our Life. ideas for business, everything. Business. You know, we yeah. started attending church together in 2017. Yeah. 20, yeah, 2017. And, you know, when we went to church, and our first experience was crazy because I wasn't raised in church. You know, mm -hmm. Aaron probably had a little more spiritual background than I did. I knew that there was a God. I prayed to a God, but I didn't know much about anything else, right? So when we started going to church, I felt like that definitely turned us up, just having that community that could pour into us. Um, Bible studies were cool. You know, at one point, we ended up going to marriage counseling, and that definitely helped. So just kind of seeing our personal growth and our growth together from the point, you know, I knew how far we came just by ourselves, right? But the right. moment that we started attending church and things together, I felt like that just took us to a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I mean, bigger than church, right? It's like me and Nadi, we was already good. Even though yeah. nothing matured in the physical, right? We knew that we had great things destined. We still know that. Like, we, yeah. the work is not done at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just, we're just scratching started. the surface, yeah. Yeah. right? Like, mm -hmm. we're, we're just like, this is the beginning of our story. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure, right? Mm -hmm. But when we added God into our relationship and we put God at the head, that's when we were able to come on one accord, right? That's why we have a lot of strain and stress, even day to day right now. But we have the same, we're, we're aligned here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're here instead of us just trying to go back and forth with each other. It's like, okay, we're at disagreement. We always, we always know, like, we're going to meet right here right at this here. point, yeah. which is through yeah. our faith, which is God, right? So it's important um, for any relationship, rather, right? Because you don't want to solely rely on the individual, right? Mm -hmm. That's unfair. It'd yeah, be unfair for me to put everything on Nadia. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So instead of doing that, we have a common ground. You know what I'm saying? Which is our God, which is Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And that's who we lean in on. Mm -hmm. And once we lean in on him, we know that we're all, we're in sync. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's the reason we, we're coming up on our uh, two-year anniversary. Hey. And you know what I'm saying? Coming up, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're coming up on our two-year anniversary, and we got married coming into 2020, mm -hmm. right? Yep, so and we didn't have a wedding. Um, and I'm kind of rambling right now, but this is important. We didn't have a wedding um, intentionally, right? Mm -hmm. Because we, we were we were sitting down planning this wedding, right? Ended up being like 300 people on the oh list. And it's like the first time sitting down and counting. <laughs> um, oh so God. that got us that got us thinking, okay, when can we actually put this together? You know, and that, that was like pushing our marriage date back. Right. Right? Right. But we knew God was already calling us, y'all need to be married. Y'all need to get married, right? So we didn't want to allow the wedding to be a distraction 
for us to be able to get married, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't want it to be no reason that we held off on our marriage just for the wedding, right? Um, And we came into 2020 marrying, and ever since then, Mm -hmm. God has had his hand on us and 10x every single thing that we literally look and touch, Mm -hmm. period. And what was crazy is that our pastor told us that Mm. a year before, you know, he literally told us like God wants to unleash some things in y'all life, but he can't do it where y'all are sitting at right now. He Mm. can't do it like this, you know? Mm. So it's not that he was putting the pressure on us. Like y'all need to get married, but he just said, he just said that a year Mm. prior, you know? And so when we were planning that wedding and thinking about it, we were like, all right, let's just do it. You know? And literally he might've decided on Monday we was getting married. We got married on a Saturday. Yeah, (laughs) Cause it, it got to the point where it was just like, now we just being disobedient. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like now God wants to bless this thing, but y'all waiting and y'all and y'all not listening yeah. for so long that he might take his hand off on it all together. Y'all been living yeah. together, you know y'all got a baby, you know, yeah. like you know, yeah. he like, all right, I'm letting y'all slide, but come right. on now, you right. know. So right. So it's, so it sounds like, you know, y'all were challenged in, in twenty twenty and during quarantine, but it ultimately is what has catapulted y'all to like thrive. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Like I said, man. Quarantine was lit for us. I would say 2019 to 2020 March mm. yeah. was the challenge. It was, re- it was that really, was really, really tough. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. What, why did y'all not, why did y'all not give up? Like, why, what, why did y'all keep going? Why do you think y'all didn't quit? Hmm. Business-wise, relationship-wise, yeah. why were y'all able to see the other side? Yeah, I mean, for me, I knew what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and sometimes what you want isn't going to be the easiest of yep. getting, right? So I already knew. I knew I wanted Nadia as my wife. I knew I wanted a family, right? I knew I wanted to be there, present. I wanted both uh, parents in the home, right? Raising our daughter, right? I wanted to grow. I wanted my daughter to grow old, and she's not even going to remember the time that we weren't married. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wanted my daughter to be able to see all the degrees at the house, even though we may not, we may or may not push it on her. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we, like we thought we would have, but I wanted her for the family, for our legacy, mm-hmm. right? Um, one thing about me and Nadia is, you know, we we breaking a lot of family curses. Yeah. Um, and that's that's one of our purposes in our lives, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. when you got purpose, you know, that, that's that's different than having an ambition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that, right. that's different than that's just right. having a drive that's to do right. something, right? right? So when you really truly following your purpose, um, and that, like I said, that's one of our purposes mm-hmm. is to be able to break these family curses, right? My, my parents got divorced when I was in second grade. Yeah, Nadia's parents weren't even married. <laughs> they got, they got married at some point. Okay, but, but they're but they not together. Put that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're not together. So we wanted to see things different for our family, right? Mm-hmm. Not only for our household, but for generations of carries to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about for you? Why you think y'all? Why you think y'all didn't didn't quit? I think for me personally, I lost my best friend in college. Mm-hmm. So 2013, right before AC and I got together, I lost my best friend since I was in diapers. Mm-hmm. You know, and so going through the depression that came with that, still being present in all these things and having to put on this this face to get through the stuff, and then it just got too much. And when that happened, everything shattered. Everything mm. shattered. And so the one thing that that period taught me was resilience. Because mm. I would always hear, and he was my biggest cheerleader, you know, so I would always hear, Mom, now you got this, let's do this, you know, let's do that. He would always encourage me. And so when he was gone, that was stripped. Mm. And so now I don't have my best friend to lean on. So I had to kind of learn and become resilient. And then, you know, he passed. Six months later, there's another friend that I grew up with passed. So it got real, real real quick i would say my sophomore year but what that taught me was resilience it's Mm -hmm. like how are you gonna are you gonna sit here 
and you're going to be in depression or are you going to pick your shit up and, and let's get to the next? Like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't want to see you like this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so that was really what did it for me. So when it, when we came into our relationship, that was always there. Mm-hmm. I could hear my best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the one. It's going to work out, you know. And so that would always encourage me, too. Yeah. And did you mm-hmm. feel like, you know, y'all getting together were kind of divine? You know what I'm saying? Since you, since you had lost somebody so close to you. Yeah. And then here you are meeting him and then it was just... I did. I really yeah. did. I never, honestly, we were friends, but like I said, we weren't super close or anything. Aaron was a ladies' man in college, okay? He Fact. was an athlete. <laughs> he grew up as an athlete. Like, that is awesome. And I was like, Say what? Yeah, How? Yeah, yeah. Right, you know, right, like, right. It, it was nothing that I, if I couldn't have clocked it 10 years ago, mm. I would have never seen it, you know? But I'm like, this is clearly God. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> clearly right. God, okay? Because, yeah yeah. 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 And I'm thankful for it. I'm blessed. Hey, we, well, that's, we, that's blessed. we blessed. <laughs> that, that's beautiful. I, I mean, one of, one of the things that I really do believe in is the power of, like, just universal laws. Mm. Like, you know, like we talked about, you know, the importance of, you know, of, of hard work and seeing how that translates in any field, you know, mm-hmm. having faith translates in any pathway yeah. of life. You know what I'm saying? Really being able to connect to your purpose, you know what I'm saying, and knowing what you want, your vision, those are things that are going to translate in any walk of life, you know, so to hear young people, you know, understanding the importance of just, like, what God has done to them, and, you know, being able to, like, say that in a confident way, that's powerful, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and that's, yeah. it's, it's easy to get caught up in the cliche of things sometimes, and shit right. sounds good, especially right. in this social media oh, world, yeah. like, a lot of times, man, this stuff just sounds good. You know, yeah. even with doing this podcast, like, I have to constantly remind myself and tell myself that, listen, um, what I'm doing is much deeper than just, like, it's much deeper than just entertaining. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I know that I'm connected to something that's a little bit more deeper, you know, because I'm living something that is true to me. Mm. So when you're doing yep. that, man, you got to remember that there's some responsibility and some power that, that comes, comes with, with this it, shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. you, you got some responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's very powerful that, you know, what y'all speaking on. Um, I want y'all to break down some stuff, man, because, you know, again, man, we bringing it back full circle. Y'all doing a lot of big things, you know, in, in the business side and, you know, in, in the credit side. Mm-hmm. Um, I want y'all to really break down, like, the funding aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? The, I know y'all have some stuff that y'all want to talk about with, like, the Amex stuff. Um, break it down, like, from scratch. Like, for people who don't have any ideas on what credit is, what leveraging credit is, like yeah. the purpose of credit, like yeah. like break that down like from the from the ground level because gotcha. a lot of a lot of our people, man, a lot of black folks, we don't know. Yeah. Like you That's know, true. it's not that we don't want the information. It's not that we you know unwilling to take the action. Right. We really Just don't, don't know. know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So can y'all break down some some of those things for for the people? Yeah, yeah, babe. Go ahead, break down the data points for them off rip. Yeah, well, before we even get into the data points, just people who don't understand credit or why they even need credit, right? I tell people, look downtown. Nobody pay cash for those buildings. <laughs> Period. Yeah. No one brought out stacks and yeah, bags and suitcases. It was a card. That ain't how it works. It was a card transaction, right? So, so if we can look at skyscrapers and understand that nobody pay cash for that, then what makes you think that you're exempt from this, right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. need this, and mm-hmm. you should be a part of this, and you should want to be a part of this. So when it comes to credit, um, there are six main data points that banks are looking for when you go for funding. And we, you know, with our company to Company Connect, which is the company that does, you know, credit funding, all those amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the company. Yes, Connect. shout out to the company <laughs> Connect. And what we really teach people is to focus on your data points and the way that your credit profile is structured. You know, these days people get so caught up in a score. And I was one of those people. You know, I had a seven something credit score, but I didn't understand that I needed certain data points to get 
funding from certain banks, right? Mm -hmm. So we definitely teach the data points. But number one is 100% payment history. So we don't want any late payments paying. So I know everybody use Credit Karma. We got another website that we prefer y'all use, and I'm going to tell y'all why in a minute. But mm -hmm. everybody can look at their Credit Karma. If you click the number up top, then you can look at your credit factors, yeah. right? And you can see these data points. And, and real quick, disclaimer, the link to be able to view all three of your credit reports yeah, is going to be below, below, right? So we're going to get the link. Put it and below. It, yep, and it, uh, it costs $1. Do that. It's just a $1 <laughs> trial. Get all three of your credit reports so you can view them, all three of them at the same time mm -hmm. together. That way you can really take a deep dive into, into your, credit, yeah. your credit, all right? You need that, okay? Right. But for those of you who just want to see what's going on, okay? Number one is 100% payment history. Two is no derogatory marks. So we got delayed payments, but if we have charge-offs, collections, things of that sort, that's going to fall under derogatories. We don't want none of those, okay? 100% payment history, no derogatory marks. We want no more than two to three inquiries per bureau, okay? So a lot of times, you know, especially when people go get cars, they get slammed because they're going straight to the dealership and the dealer's running their credit, you know, 10, 15, 20 different times to find them funding for this thing, right? Mm -hmm. So then they walk out of dealership, you walk, you went to one dealership and now you got 20 inquiries and then you go to another one and then you go to another one. So a lot of our people are getting killed with inquiries. Mm -hmm. um, so just keep in mm -hmm. mind, two to three, that's all you want in your report, mm -hmm. okay? Two to three inquiries. I'm sorry. I'm per, is, is that by, is per that bureau. for a certain, okay. Per, per bureau. bureau. Okay. Per bureau. Yep. Okay. Yep. Then you want your debt utilization that's under 10%. Right, so if you got a credit card, you got a thousand dollar limit on it. You only want to when it reports, you only want to have a, up to a hundred dollars reporting. Anything over that is going to hurt it. Right? Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people out there preach thirty percent, but we like to keep it under ten percent because once you do a ten percent, then it's going to actually boost your credit. Okay? okay, and then the last point. Two more. So your oh, age. Okay. Your overall age, typically when the banks look at your report, they want to see an average of four to five, five to six really years of age on your credit report. So that's your total accounts and whatever that average age is, you want it to be between five and six years, okay? Four to five is okay, five to six is the golden spot, anything above that, amazing, okay? Mm -hmm. And then the final thing is just your total number of accounts. So there are different types of credit, okay? We got revolving, you got installment, you got like mortgage and rent, you know, there's different types of credit that you can have. You want to have 10 positive open accounts reporting at any given time on your credit report, mm. okay? So it doesn't all have to be credit cards. You know, there are ways to get your rent reporting to your credit profile. There's ways that you can be added as authorized user and get that history. So there's different ways to hit this number, um, but you want to have 10 positive open accounts. They don't care about your closed accounts. What are some <laughs> of the, um, what are some of the, like, the basic accounts that people have that right. we don't even that we gotcha. may look over. Yep. Yeah. So auto, auto loans, okay, car loans. Sometimes there are websites where you can report your utilities to your credit reports. You also have credit cards. So those are, you know, basic ones that everybody has. Yep. Your mortgage. Mortgage, yep. Personal loans. Student loans. Student loans. Right. Student loans mm -hmm. is a big one because usually when you go get student loans, they give you multiple of them. Mm -hmm. So as long as they're paid up on time and they're not in the negative, your student loans actually help you out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a bar because a lot of people, they come to us and they're like, oh, my God, I want these student loans gone. And when we look at them, there's nothing wrong with it, right? right. We're like, you know, as long as you're making a minimum payment on those student loans, it's actually helping you. Because if we take all your student loans off of your report, you only got two years of history and only two other accounts reporting. Yeah. So sometimes it helps people. Mm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, those are the main data points that we definitely push at the Company Connect for our clients to have and hit. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, how did y'all how did, how did come into doing doing the credit ed education yeah. like how did that 
What went off in your mind to say, oh, no, this is where we, you know, can really provide value? How did, how, did that, how did that happen? Yeah, so with us, again, our first business was a nonprofit. So it's okay. hard, a heart of it all fashion. We did, you know, events. Yeah, and that and mug was a, literally nonprofit. It was non-profitable. Like, non-profitable. <laughs> it, was, it, was it was so non-profitable. impactful. Okay. It was so impactful. You know, I think our first event, we sold out both fashion shows that we did. We were taking students to New York, L.A. Um, to do diff- get different internship opportunities. Like, it was impactful, but we couldn't sustain it because it wasn't profitable. Mm-hmm. And we had a baby. So mm-hmm. we like, okay, power in a pivot, right? right. That right. was when I ended up going to work corporate. You know, right. we had to figure some things out. Um, but what we did with that is we leveraged our student loans to start that business. So we didn't even know what leveraging credit was, but we were leveraging credit for that first one, right? Mm. Then when we did Harvard It All, then we came into Carey Brothers. We did the same exact thing. But I think the biggest lesson that we learned with Harvard It All is as many people as we were able to impact there was still a group of people who didn't understand it because they felt like, well, I'm not into fashion, so it doesn't make sense to me, right? Despite all the opportunity we were putting out there, it didn't make sense. So when it came to credit, we were like, well, credit is universal. Credit is going to speak to you no matter what type of business you're in. or no, If you're not even in business, if you're just a person, right, you still need credit. Mm-hmm. So that's really what introduced us into getting into this space. And our goal with the company Connect is really just teaching entrepreneurs how to start funding, grow themselves to six figures or more by leveraging their credit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, one of the um, I think I think that a, a lot of things in in my own personal story, just keeping it on me for a second, like I don't think that my situation was too much different than a lot of you know black folks coming up, you yeah. know, what I'm saying in the era that we came up under, which was that fi- from a financial literary standpoint, like my people just preached about getting a job, getting your education, mm-hmm. um, but one of the things that my mother was big on. And I don't even think she really understood like the entire landscape of it, but she always talked about the importance of like having good credit. Mm-hmm. And like that's beautiful. Like I don't even, like I don't even think again. Yeah. I don't ever remember her telling me why or like you know what I could use it for. It damn sure wasn't about leveraging no credit. Yeah. Like that was yeah. never a part of it. It was just listen, pay your bills on time, have good credit. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. And I think she used to speak to it from a standpoint of like. When you do want to be able to buy something, whether that be a home, a car, yeah, you can go do it. Yeah, you can go, go do it. it. You won't, you won't be denied. Yeah. But one of the things that I learned in just like in um, getting into like real estate investing is the importance of leveraging credit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of people really understand what that means. Right. Like when you say leverage your credit. Right. What does that What does that mean? Like yeah. specifically, like tell people what that means to leverage your yeah. credit. Yeah. And, and- Plain, simple terms, you want to be able to use other people's money, right, to fund your investments to then be able to get back a return on their money without coming out of pocket any or as little as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's the basic that's the basic terminology of leveraging your credit. You're literally borrowing somebody else's money to go out there and make you more money, right, without affecting your day-to-day lifestyle, without affecting, you know, oh, I had this for rent, but now I'm trying to put it towards an investment. No. You keep all the money in your pocket, mm-hmm. you invest other people's money, you pay them back, and you keep the, po- the profits on top. So that's like the most simplest form yeah, of leveraging down. your credit, right? We are so far away from the days where people have a 700-plus credit score, and that's all they have. Right. You know, they literally, <laughs> they, they, no money they going to the, you're going to the family <laughs> dinners, and you're telling people, oh, I got a 700, well, what are you doing with your 700 credit score, right? right? Okay, you got a 700 credit score, you bought your house, you got the car that you want, but now what? 
right? It does not end there, right? right. The, the, the way that me and Nadia have built all of our businesses was through leveraging credit, mm -hmm. right? Whether it was the student loans and the refund checks to get Harvard all, right. whether it was Nadia's um, credit cards, better get the Carey Brothers trucking situation <laughs> up and running, right? That. But, or not but, running. But literally, everything that we've done, mm -hmm. and this is all facts, it's documented, yeah. and, and, it, and it's literally done. We don't teach anything that we, that we haven't, haven't done. done. Yeah. Period. This Airbnb that we're sitting in right now, was we paid for it on a credit card. Everything that's furnished in here, to the rent, the down payment, all the deposit, it. all was one swipe on one credit card. We set it up, we, we put it on the Airbnb app, and it's been making us at least $1,000 a month profit every single month right mm -hmm. this thing probably costs us in total 7500 yeah, 7, so that means we've been here eight months now so we got all the money back in our own pocket we still got the unit making us a thousand dollars every single month profit for the, for the rest of this duration of this term mm -hmm. right so that's what we mean by leveraging your credit we literally put the 7500 up of the bank's money Right. Eight months later we took all the bank we made all the bank's money back we're going to pay them pay back zero percent yeah. interest and now this whole unit is going to be straight to our pockets every single month. Why do y'all think people are so hesitant to mm -hmm. like receive this information? Right, because they're fearful. They're fearful. They're yeah. fearful because they don't know and they don't understand. Right. Mm -hmm. What we don't understand can be very scary. Mm -hmm. yeah. We all know that. Like that. That's a basic human yeah. concept. Yeah. Right? Survival. Yeah. yeah. When you don't understand it, it can be scary. It can be fearful. That's why. Um, we provide education, right, mm -hmm. about the credit space and what we're doing and how to leverage it and how to, um, I, I would say, assess the risk, right? Because this is very risky. Oh yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to put this information out there and and let and let people not know that there's a risk you can lose it all and mm -hmm. still owe that back that debt, right? There could have been a situation since I'm talking about it with this Airbnb that it didn't work out. We could have got evicted from this space, right? That means we're $7,500 in, and that could happen on the second month, and we didn't get our money back out mm -hmm, of it, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. That's very well <laughs> could happen. Mm -hmm. So when you're going to invest into things, you want to have a good understanding of what you're investing in, and you want to be educated, right? Yeah. You want to be educated on what you're investing in so that mitigates your risk, right? So once you understand what you're going to literally put your money behind and how you're going to make profit from it, that is what's going to give you the comfort, mm -hmm. right, and the security of yeah. going out there to go in and put that money up, mm -hmm. you know, put that money behind you. Yeah. Well, break it down to us, man. Break it break it down to, you know, how can people start? Like, what's, what's a, what is a, mm -hmm. a basic concept or a simplistic concept that people can follow right now to be able to leverage their credit, to really be able to get funding to, like, start right. a business? Whether that's, like, let's say somebody, I don't know, somebody wants to, you know, um, I don't know. Somebody wants to do their own Airbnb business. Right. Like, what? How can somebody, you know, really get started and leverage in their credit to make that happen? We got a course on that too. Okay. 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 So, so listen. So listen. Very, very simple here, right? If you want to get into something that's a smaller investment, anything under twenty thousand dollars or at that twenty thousand dollar mark, you can literally do that with credit cards. Right. Multiple credit cards. Multiple okay. credit cards or maybe even well, one. Maybe one. Yeah, yeah. We, okay. we got banks that, that lend $25,000, $20,000 limits all mm -hmm. day, mm -hmm. right? And um, even, even at your lowest credit credit scores? So, like so here's have the have thing, right? Credit, credit score? Yeah, yeah. So those data points that we talked about earlier, mm -hmm. like, necessary. yeah, y'all need to make sure y'all have them notes down or go back, revisit it, and take the notes mm -hmm. down because that's necessary, right? You're getting your credit together, fixing your credit, and making sure that your credit is strong is going to be the foundation 
of you being able to leverage it, right? right? Because the thing is, if you don't have good credit, no one's gonna loan you any money. Right. Right. That's that's point blank period. Yep. It's credit, right? That is your credibility. That's literally what it is. That's it. The banks are looking at those data points and they're trying to determine whether or not they feel comfortable with lending you money, right? So the main thing, uh, the foundation of it all, not the main thing, but the foundation is you wanna get your credit situation squared away, right? right? So you coming in with a 700 plus clean profile, you hit all the data points, you got enough uh, credit limits on there, you got enough age, you got enough history, right? And then once you get that piece, that's when we can really, really start talking about making investments and how to go get the investments. So for the ones that do, and they're ready, right? You got the 700, you hit all the data points. Um, one of, one of the, my, my favorite plays is Key Bank, all right? Key Bank is in Ohio. It's up north, uh, northeast, like I believe. Coast, yeah. yeah, north and the east coast, right? So Key Bank has a has a product out right now. Um, it's a line of credit. So this one isn't zero percent interest, but it's okay as long as it makes sense and you can make money on top of the interest, you'll be in a good situation. But Key Bank has a product. It's a business checking line of credit. So like I said, you must have have all the data points met on your personal credit. Your business must be two years old, so you must have a registered LLC, EIN number, business bank account, right? You want all that. What you can do is you can go into KeyBank, you start you up a business checking account. Once you start you up a business checking account, they're going to ask you, hey, can we help you out? Can we offer you anything else? You're going to say, yeah, <laughs> right? Of course. So you can get two products for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, can get, you, can get them, you can get two products from them. You want to get the business checking credit card that's going to come with 0% interest for six months, right? I've seen people get up to $20,000 on that card. And then you're also going to ask for a business checking line of credit, okay? A business checking line of credit. Now, that business checking line of credit, we got one with our three-month-old business at the time, mm -hmm. Care Bears Logistics. I had, strong, I had a strong credit profile. They gave me up to $50,000. I think my interest rate is like 6.7% yes. or something like that. But they gave me up to $50,000. I didn't have to show any W-2. I didn't have to show any tax forms. I didn't have to show any paperwork. Yeah. They literally asked me how much I made, how much the company made. Can we run your credit? Go ahead. right? And I asked them for $50,000. I was able to get that for my business, help grow, scale, and do whatever I needed to. right? So... That's one of the plays and one of the funding plays that we always run through with our clients. Mm -hmm. and, and we've been we've been teaching this for what a year yeah, since about we did a year it. Now. Right? Yeah. Since we did it. Mm -hmm. You can literally go in there with no documentation, right? Another thing, when you fill out a credit card, right? Let me ask you this, John. When you fill out the last credit card you ever got, mm -hmm. when you when you put your income down, mm -hmm. how did they know that's how much you made? They didn't. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> and and that's major because that they're letting you know they're not verifying anything from you, mm -hmm. right? So that doesn't mean I'm not telling you to go take advantage of it, mm -hmm. but I want you to know how easy because a lot of people are like, how do mm -hmm. I get the money? How do I get a hundred thousand? How do I? You can go get fifty thousand dollars right now from Key Bank with no That's verification, yeah. right? You can go to Key. You can go to uh, not Key. You can go to Chase Bank. Chase, Chase Bank. Bank gave us that what like like twenty thousand. They just upped the limit to forty thousand. They gave us twenty eight thousand in March, and last month they upped it to forty one thousand. Forty one thousand, right? So that's still already still zero percent interest. That's already ninety one thousand dollars. That's only going to two places. That's so important that you just said that it's it's easy to do because that like yeah, yeah. it's a mindset thing. It's a you mindset know, because thing. Somebody may hear what you just said and be like, oh shit, you talking about some scamming shit? No, it's they like, do. No, it's, it's they, not, that's it's, real. It's not that. It's, I'm real. just letting you know how easy this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. I want people to understand like 
it's not because I'm me that they're giving me the no. Right. I, I got the qualified credentials. <laughs> yeah. I go in there with my be. qualifying paperwork, meaning right. I have, like I said, my EIN paperwork. I have my LLC registered, uh, you know, through the Secretary of State. Right. And I can go in there with my strong credit, yep. and I can go ask a bank for some money, and they're going to be willing to give it. So, question. That's all I'm saying. So, when they run your credit, when banks run your credit, yeah. are they checking your credit score for your personal credit score or your business? Yeah. So, credit? Yep. that's a good question. That's a great so question. So, when they run your credit, they're going to run your personal credit because you're going to have to PG, a personal guarantor, meaning... Since my business doesn't have the numbers and the paperwork to back it up as far as tax returns, because it may be a newer business, right? Mm -hmm. Or I just didn't file taxes on them. Since that's the case, we're going to then leverage you, the person behind the business. We're going to leverage your credit. So if anything happens to these loans or you do, your business defaults, then we're going to come attack your personal to be able to get our money back, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you're leveraging yourself as well. But the, the main thing is... With these business credit cards and business lines of credit, it does not report to your credit report, right? That's the and, and why? Why? Why am I saying that? Why is that a big point? Because that debt utilization again. That means I can go and max out that forty-five thousand dollar or forty-one thousand dollar credit card that we got from Chase Bank, and and I can go ask uh, American Express for some money, and they won't even see that I have forty-one thousand dollars worth of debt, debt out there. Right. right. Mm -hmm. So that's powerful. And you definitely can't do that no personal loan. You can't no, do that. You can't do that with no yeah, personal loan. Because you already know when, when, yeah. when your personal credit is shot like that and they see that you owe other people money, like I say, your credibility. If if I see that you going up to, uh, you know, if I hear you coming to me, ask me for some money, and I know you didn't ask, you asked Nadia for some money already and you ain't paid her back yet. Right. Why am I right. going to feel comfortable giving right. you some money? <laughs> right. That's right. how these banks look at us yeah. as the consumers. 100%. Right? So we, we got to break it down in, in simple and lamest terms. You're not even going to lend out no money to your closest family member <laughs> right. right now. You ain't giving, uh, if you your know that, that they owe that's good, man. somebody that you know some money, right? That's, that's good. So, yeah, we want to break it down. In the simplest term, but mm -hmm. the banks are looking at us at the, the same exact way. Let me ask this: If you do, you know, if you do um, get approved for these large amounts of credit, right? Mm -hmm. So you are approved for forty, fifty thousand dollars worth mm -hmm. of credit on your limit. Yeah. Is the goal for you as a business owner is it to is it to like slowly but surely invest that money into your business and then you pay it back over time? Or is it to like max it out quickly and then slowly pay it down, or does it do, or pay it back as yeah. uh, so, soon as possible? Yeah, I would say it depends. Okay. It depends on the business. It depends on what the goals and plans for that business are in that specific year. Um, right now, most of ours is over time, okay. right? So we may, you know, we might be investing and growing like Company Connect just hit a year old, right? So we're still investing in systems and staff right. and things of that right. sort, right? right? But another business, we, you know, with the trucking, we just went and hit it all at once, right. you know, paid it off when we could. This Airbnb, same thing. Yeah. So I think mm -hmm. it definitely, it depends. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it definitely depends. Um, and it depends on where you're at in your business, right? Yeah. So right now we're trying to scale. Mm-hmm. So we're worried about we worry about debt on the back end mm -hmm. because I'm not going to give the bank back that money when I could be putting that same dollar into growing my own business yep. to make me more money yep. to yep. then pay them back in a quicker amount of time, right? Yep. So, and I learned this earlier on, um, trying to repay back the debt too quick because you're really slowing down your own process, mm -hmm. right? As long as you can manage the debt. You'll be fine. Now, if you're drowning in debt and, and, and you yeah. don't know how to manage it, and start slow. Like if you only have 
um, one thousand dollar credit card, and you now you you go get that fifty thousand dollar line of credit, and you try and use all fifty at the same time. I would say <laughs> slow down. Do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Unless you really really have a plan and a partner or somebody that can literally show you how to leverage that much money, mm-hmm. because it can become really really stressful. Yeah. Right. Just think about all them bills and credit cards you got to pay back, that debt you got to pay back. And that's the last thing. You don't want to be stressed over this, mm-hmm. right? Some stress is healthy, but you don't want to be stressing over it. Um, so I say that to say we're in the scaling part of our business. So our goal is to be able to make as much money now, right? So right now, uh, the company Connect is doing anywhere between ten to 15000 consistently, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, our goal is to get it to make $100,000 a month, mm-hmm. right? So instead of us paying back you know, more money to the bank. No, we're going to put it back into our systems, back into our marketing, back into advertising, you know, back into our, uh, growing our team. Yeah. Reinvesting it. Cause there in in six months, our growth can grow much more rapid than it would. If I was only putting half of that money towards the business and half of it back into the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's, that's so important, man. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing that I learned, you know, I, I still consider myself to be like a um, a, a new entrepreneur, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? But one of the things that I learned early on and just like embracing this lifestyle is that it's easy to get psyched out by like the language, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of the information. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's easy to like get so overwhelmed with all this information, especially when it's new and it's like, oh, no, I'm cool. Like, I'm going to just keep walking, you know, working my own race. But when you really break it down to a point you know, like you just said, that listen, I'm not going to loan anybody any money if I know that they still owe such and such yeah. X amount of dollars. Like, it just doesn't work that mm-hmm. way. You know what I'm saying? So when you break things down in, like, a layman terms and, like, in a simplistic way, not only does it make sense, but it eradicates the fear immediately. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's, 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 that's very powerful. Talk to me about the importance of, like, um, paying for education and Ooh, like you know reinvesting because y'all y'all just talked about like you know reinvesting you know back into your business and like yeah. you know building your system scaling your yeah. business how much is education part of that reinvesting process as well it's a huge part so last year alone <clears throat> you know we was on in our holy phase with the trucking company and stuff <laughs> we probably spent invested forty thousand dollars that we were counting. I know we invested more after that, but at minimum $40,000 in just into personal development for both of us, right? So that's different courses, ebooks, classes, <clears throat> whatever. We were just Seminars. investing. You know, we just wanted to learn. We're attending different things, you know. And so I love it. And I think one thing for us, you know, we both went to college, right? But college does not have a guaranteed ROI, period, okay? And we, you know, some of us had to learn that the hard way. So, you know, we might take out 50 to 100 grand to pay for this schooling. And then you graduate. And I got friends who was taking jobs for 29,000 a year at the same school that you just paid 100 grand to. How does that make sense? Right. That does not. How does it make sense? But people, but we do it and we don't think about it because Mm -hmm. our parents and grandparents and everybody's like, oh, go to college. That's, you know, it's it's a generational curse breaker. Yes. And that was all I went to college for. Mm -hmm. Really. I just wanted the paperwork. Mm -hmm. I never went to college for a job, Mm -hmm. but I knew, okay, how can I turn this? How can I take this? And even what we learned, you know, when you think about college, by the time you graduate, the information's old. So you're going back and you're learning something new. Right. So it just. It opened my eyes, not not necessarily my eyes, but talking to a lot of my friends. I'm like, you know, we go to college mindlessly. We just do it, right? And mm-hmm. we take on all this debt. Mm-hmm. Me investing in courses and things are things that I'm watching people who have become masters at what they do. Now, you want to do your research. Hmm. Make sure people is thorough because everybody right. out here ain't thorough. It is right. the Internet, right? right. It, right. You know, it's high school. You could be yeah. whoever you want to be. You could paint your face, okay? Yeah, you got to yeah, do your yeah, research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
if you do your research and you study people, like AC and I, we pretty much, anybody that we invest into, we study them about six to 12 months before we spend a penny with them. Mm-hmm. Majority of them. Mm-hmm. Now we getting got a little bit better with vetting people. Mm-hmm. But when we first started last year, six to 12 months minimum, we were following them. We were studying them, right? And then when we had a little money that we could invest in, we did, right? Mm-hmm. But you can get a lot of stuff for free. You right. can just study their page. Right. And it became important to us to cut the corners because now I don't have to make the same mistakes that this person made, right? Yep. We could have saved so much headache had we have just invested in a trucking course prior to <laughs> right. listening to this person and just going out and buying a truck, right? right? right, right. We could have saved so much money, so right. much money, so much turmoil, so much headache. So it's really just a blueprint. For me, it's like, it's a no-brainer. I don't care how much the course is. I'm going to take it. If I know that this person knows what they're doing and what they're talking about, swipe it, please. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and just going back to what Nadi was saying about college, I remember taking a business course and I wasn't even trying to like I wasn't clowning but some spoke to me and I just raised my hand and I asked my professor I said what business do you own right he said what do you mean I just I was I'm thinking like yo you teaching business class what business you own the man said, I, I never owned a business. I said, well, how are you up here teaching us a business <laughs> I'm course? You, first of I'm all. in college. <laughs> I'm taking a business class, and you've never owned a business? Yeah. And, and from that moment on, it really, like, not that I, I didn't, like, look at college, but it made me question it made college. Question, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. question college, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why mm-hmm. am I here if the people that's teaching me aren't even experts in the field? And we're in a great school. And I'm at the Ohio, <laughs> Ohio State, State University. Okay. I'm at the Ohio school. State University, and I literally am in a business class, and I ask the professor, what business does he own, and he doesn't have one. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So going relating that to what the personal development, now we're literally investing into people that are millionaires in their business, mm-hmm. right? And we're paying probably less than what a tuition would be oh my gosh. for this information that's right. actually actionable information from right. people that actually have their yeah. own business. Right. Correct. Right? Right. So the reason why we go so hard with personal development is because like Nadi said, we, we spent we took out them loans on them on that on college all them years <laughs> with, with no, no hesitation. Question. Yeah. <laughs> no we question. signed up right for it. Cheerfully. Cheerfully, <laughs> ready to go, ready to go to learn, right? So it's the same thing, but this but this time we're actually learning from experts in the field, right? And and it's and 10x us. And it's 10x us. There's there hasn't been one that I haven't made money from right. yet. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's big, man. That's, yeah. y'all speak, it's a, it's y'all a mind shift. Y'all, it's y'all a speaking mind to me because yeah. I listen. I am a um, I am an anti college person, mm-hmm. and I have a college degree. I went to school for a long time, yeah. on, on and off. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I went to school for social work. You know, in a field where if I want to, I'll always be able to like you know have employment. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. If I if I chose to, but like my first. My first experience in just like flipping a house and seeing how that works, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, this don't make no sense. <laughs> like, this doesn't make any any sense at all to like, you know, go to school and pay this amount of money, and like the return on investment is this. It's slim. Right. It just right. it, it it didn't read to me. It was basic math. Yeah. Man, if really. you're not a lawyer, you're not going to be a lawyer, doctor. a doctor, a nurse, an engineer. Yeah. Man, it's it's real slim find out a, here. Find a course. So yeah. so I'm it's real course. slim out here. My Real-talk. next question I was about to ask y'all is how do y'all view college now? Like, how do right. y'all view you know the traditional model yeah. of schooling today? I, I think, yeah. for I me, think. I think college was a great experience, place, mm-hmm. right? So networking, meeting people, the events, 
And I also think it was a great place to be on hold. It was like a pause on your life. Because yeah. you're an adult, but you're really not an adult in right. college. You got, you know, you're getting refund checks, you, you rent, you're roommating with 10 other people. Right. So your rent might be $300 you're a month. Living. So yeah, yeah. You're, you're living <laughs> and you're learning and you're experiencing, right. right? But as far as the education piece, I mean, I, there's nothing in college that I, I can that really I recall yeah. and <laughs> that I use today at all. Yeah. 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 What about you? I would say very similar. Yeah. I loved college for the experience that it gave me. Um, and I feel like when I was at college, I was definitely, you know, I was going through my natural hair phase and all that. So mm. pro-black everything, yeah, right? Yeah. And sometimes looking back, I'm like, I wish I would have tapped into the community more outside of that. But O State, you know, it kind of did make it a little hard for that, yeah. you know. But yeah. I enjoyed college for the experience. You know, we still got college friends. You know, we just moved to Atlanta. And we're running into some. We ran into somebody today, you know, yeah. who we went to school with. And so I love college for that just because we know different people in different places and spaces. And, you know, being able to come back together in life is gorgeous, right? Yeah. We got people where we started hard of it all. And like I said, that first meeting that we had 50 people showed up yeah. you know those same people still follow us and tap in with us and support whatever we do seven years later that's mm -hmm. crazy and yeah. that's an experience that we wouldn't have received had we have not attended ohio yeah. state we wouldn't be community. here right yeah. we wouldn't mm -hmm. be here mm -hmm. quite frankly right if it weren't for ohio state so i right. do love college for that but for everything outside of the education piece honestly yeah. for yeah. me yeah what is the what's what's the vision? What's the goal? You know what I'm saying for the company connect. I'm gonna like, let the visionary the, speak. Yeah, what's the what's the what's the what do you, what's, what do you see, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? You you already said it, man. I'm a person who's able to like really be able to see the vision, see the play and see it, you know, as it as as it's going to play out. You know, what what's what, what do you see? Yeah, 10 yeah. years, 20, I'm talking about long term. Yeah, like, long what's term. the what's the long term yeah, play? Yeah, I mean, the long term play is that we're going to be a community that's going to have a pipeline of entrepreneurs and we're going to help groom them. Um, right now, right now, the goal is the six figures. Right. Because, like I said, we only teach what we can do. Right. So right now we, we've hit six figures multiple uh, times in multiple businesses. So we're going to teach entrepreneurs how to make six figures. Right. But um, eventually, long term, we won't be millionaires. We won't be coaching millionaires. So that's the long term vision of it. Right. The, mm -hmm. the credit repair is like a byproduct of right. what we are. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Nadia have always been servant leaders. And we've always been one to be able to help the community and grow the community and groom our community. So that that's really our vision. We want to be able to help and coach people to become millionaires. First, first by coaching us ourselves to be able to become millionaires. Mm -hmm. And then second, being that help hand to be able to bring them one by one or group by group into the millionaire club. What about you? That's it. <laughs> I know that's, that's right. It. And you want to help execute it. <laughs> okay. <I'll laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's for it. Sure. Well, listen, man, thank you all so much. This, is, this has been beautiful, man. You guys have provided so much value and so much gain, you know, to the listeners. And I know people, like, if people really take in this information and sit with it, it can be life-changing for people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially, like, you know, coming off of the time, you know, being in this pandemic where there's so much changing, so yeah. much transition happening. You know what I'm saying? The, people are leaving their jobs every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They taking they chances on themselves for sure you know and this is an avenue yeah. that you know i'm a firm believer that you know can really be life-changing you know which is why i wanted y'all to come on and really share this um but not only that man i really do believe that you guys are providing a genuine service that can really be helpful not only to people but to black people specifically mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and we want to be intentional about that so yeah i think i thank y'all for that before before i get y'all out of here and hit y'all with you know with some rapid questions is there anything else that y'all really want to lead the people with you know what i'm saying as far as like how they can get tapped in with y'all you know yeah. things that y'all want to offer just 
Tell tell people what they what they need to know before we go ahead and get y'all out of here. Yeah, you give them the offer. Cool. Okay, yeah. So right now uh, we do have an offer available. We're gonna take ten um, entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs, right? We're gonna take ten entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. We have a culture program. We're gonna do weekly calls. We're gonna show you obviously the credit piece, how to repair credit for yourself and others. Mm -hmm. We're also going to show you guys how to receive 100K plus in funding. And most importantly, we're gonna show you guys exactly what to do. Once you get that 100K in funding, we're gonna show you exactly what to do. We're gonna have you different avenues from the truck industry, Airbnb, Mm -hmm. um, industries for for artists, right? So we're gonna be able to coach you guys how to take that money and make six figures with that money. Right, I'm excited for it though. Let's get it. I'm Let's get it. For yeah. it. It's gonna be so, late. so hold on. Before I before I end it, if you're interested, right, just click the link and go ahead and put in code LYP for Live Your Purpose. You're gonna get a nice discount on the first um, official class. So we're only mm-hmm. taking ten. So act fast. Yep, act fast. I'm excited for that. Beautiful man. Yeah. This is this is this has been wonderful. AC Nadia, man. Thank y'all so much, man. I appreciate y'all coming. I appreciate you know everything that y'all done for the team and having us come down here. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, you guys. We, we appreciate you guys. Got my, got my team with me, man. You know it's my dude's first time on the flight. Hey, we that. in this. We here. We here. This is a beautiful thing, man. Because my dude Darrell has been with me since day one. Yeah. You know That's what I'm saying? He, and he, Kudos he to you. Kudos yeah. to you. He's an engineer and audio savant. Like you yeah. know, what I'm saying. I'm talking about when I was in the living room at my house and I had a iPhone and a cheap ass little little stand. Yeah. He was right there with me. You know that. what I'm saying? So That's see, dope. this won't be our first one in a, in another state. You know what I'm saying? Shooting it with more y'all. More to come. Oh, yeah, man, more it's, to come. It's, it's the order. Yeah. This is, you know, going to continue to grow. I ain't going to lie. I got like 10 other entrepreneurs right now that's lined up out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That you, you don't have no idea no about, but yeah. they, they're ready to work. So, For sure. Well, that's, yeah. that's doing some great, man. amazing things. That's yeah. beautiful, Amazing man. things. That's, yeah. that's beautiful. Well, listen, man, thank you all so much. I'm going to hit you all with a couple rapid questions before we get on out of here. Let's okay. do it. Um, you know, Drizzly be able to lead people with some with some game. Um, t- tell me this, both of y'all, personally, professionally. What is something, a weakness or something that y'all really want to be able to like work on? It could be personally, professionally, just something that y'all really want to be intentional that y'all can work on, you know, help, you know, grow yourself and evolve yourself. Gotcha. I think for me, um, one of our entrepreneurs, our entrepreneurs, one of our mentors always says success loves speed. So I think that we we execute, but mm. how do we improve it and get even quicker mm. at the execution? So mm. that's the main thing for me, just okay. speeding up the turnaround on things. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, what I really want to um, work on and develop on me personally within my business and personal life is just being able to communicate better, like via email, text message on the back end because I, I really struggle. Like people don't know, or some people know, but I can't spell worth <laughs> shit. Spell. Right? Oh so that God. hinders me though. That hinders me in my business because I feel like I can't do emails and I can't do, you know, even though we got spell check, but I just feel like it, it just throws me off mentally, right? Mm-hmm. So I really want to work on myself um, becoming a better uh, speller, you know, reading more and being a better uh, professional typer, yeah. Okay, all right, good. Um, what, what are you guys' intentions to close out 2021 going into 2022? What do you really want to just be intentional about? I'm big, I'm big on intentions, yeah. not necessarily... Yeah. Um, What's the, what do you call it, New Year's resolutions? Mm-hmm. I like to be, yeah. you know, really be intentional about how you're spending your time. What do y'all want to be intentional about? So I think for me, um, I don't know what's going to happen in 2022, but I 
my entire life, I've always felt like 2022 is going to be a big year. My mm -hmm. birthday is 322, and it's okay. certain numbers okay. in my life okay. that just, okay. Okay. certain numbers just hit. All right. So I know you something. Aries? I am. My, yes. wife is, my wife's birthday is a week after that. Ah, there we go. Yeah, 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 See? Yeah, yeah, See? Yeah, yeah. So you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know for the sure. energy. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, 2022, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what God has planned, but I know that it's going to be something great, because he's always told me my entire life, 2022, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I'm excited for whatever that is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be more intentional about just being a better husband. Um, you know what I'm saying? Make sure I communicate. Make sure we make time mm -hmm. outside of working um, to be able to work on, you know, developing our, our personal relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the workspace and all that. And then I'm also intentional about doing 100K a month mm -hmm. in 2022. Okay, good. What's you guys' purpose and how is that connected to what you're doing today? Gotcha. I feel like our biggest purpose is that we are curse breakers whether that's generational or in general. Um, I think, you know, just me leaving my job last year was the starting point for it for me. You know, personally, I think in business, you know, we had started a long time before that. But me actually leaving and truly walking in purpose um, started then. So I would say, hold on, I'm rambling. What was that? Let me bring it back. <laughs> Let me bring it back. I lost it. No, no, you were just saying that um, your purpose is being a generational curse breaker. It is. Mm -hmm. It's being a generational curse breaker. I think there are so many strongholds in our family um, that God has revealed to us both personally and as a unit um, that are to be lifted. And he's yeah. challenged us with that. And so I think just walking in that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then to go along with that, I mean, our purpose ultimately is to be doers of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not just believers, but being doers. doers right? Yeah. I want people to be able to see us and see the light within us, right? And uh, and I really want to put on for everything that God has been, everything that God has been doing in our life. So yeah. yeah. What's something about you both that people will be surprised to know? Oh man. I don't even know. I mean, really, like I said, I can't spell word for lick. Like that's just something that you would think that I, I can speak it and I can, you know, I can like articulate yeah, yeah, yeah. myself, but I can't spell word for lick. I was thinking about this one, and I really, <laughs> you could, really you could was struggling. Um. Still can't come up with you don't know. I really right, don't. Gonna, I'm gonna come back we to you. We don't come before. back to it. Okay. All right. Um, what scares you? Ooh. I think the main thing that scares me is not trying something. Mm. You know, to look back. You know, you got you the hear so if. many. Yeah, the what if. You know, you got so many family members and you know the old heads. They always like, oh, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I'm like, well, damn, why didn't you? Right. You know. So I think that that's the main thing that scares me. Is like I don't want to, you know, be old prayerfully, yeah. you know, and looking back like, damn, why didn't I do that? I want to do everything while yeah. I'm here. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I mean, pretty much the same thing, but just not fulfilling my purpose. Like, that, I'm really fearful of going through this whole life and not really getting to get to that point where it's like, wow, I, I did it. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Finished. Favorite quote? Ooh. Uh, mine is, is discipline, not determination that determines your destiny. Mm. That's a good one. I think mine right now, I'm going to rock with the same one. Success, that love, one. speed. Okay, all That's right. it. That okay, one been okay. in my head. What's the best <laughs> advice y'all ever received? As a unit or individually? The best advice. I want to know the best advice y'all ever received as a unit. For me, it was to get married. Because if I didn't take that advice... <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, we just 10x. <laughs> right, right. To get, to get married was the best advice that, that I could have taken yeah. in yeah, that yeah, specific yeah. moment that really turned my life all the way around. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. That was it. That was as a unit, so now personally. Yeah, I think the best advice was really just to, to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? It sounds cliche and boring, but like to really do you, right? Yeah. Don't try and focus on what other people are doing. 
and to be you unapologetically. Like that's that's really the best advice I could have taken. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, clearly we're married, but <laughs> I was I going to say something very similar. Just to be unapologetically you. Yeah. You know, I think. Um, especially, you know, going through like middle school, high school, you know, it's weird times. College can be weird and, you know, you change, you shift. Um, even where we're at today, you know, I'm, I'm a completely different person than I was 10 years ago. And so mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, friendships change, family relationships change. But, you know, I think that you really have to learn how to love yourself yeah. and be comfortable with who you are and accept the change and welcome yeah. it. You know, yeah. it's not a problem. I'm happy yep. that she's here. Yep. You know, so I think that that was probably the best advice that I received. Okay. If y'all could pick up the phone and call your 20-year-old self, Y'all both young at old state. Mm -hmm. You, what would you tell yourself? Lay off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, no, but really. <laughs> For real, no, I feel you, bro. I feel you, man. I feel you, nah, man. Nah, man, I, I, would, I would just, you know, tell you to keep going. You know what I'm saying? It's like everything that done happened from my past, it all makes sense now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't really change nothing except for getting to spaces and places faster. You know what I'm saying? But just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Embrace life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't just go through the mo don't just go through the motions. Like live it to the fullest. Right. Yeah. I would say um just everything's going to be okay. Mm. You know, cuz I was going through a rough time. That yeah. like right before we got to I was going through a really rough time. Yeah. Um so just knowing that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Everything's going to work out, you know, is my main thing. Yeah, nothing lasts forever. Right. Things happen in seasons. Mm -hmm. My wife always says that things happen in seasons. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good one. But listen, man, tell everybody your social media tags, where they can find y'all, websites, how they can get hooked on to y'all courses, y'all name, yes. um, what y'all got coming up, what y'all want to leave the people with. Yes, yes. I guess we start with social media. Um, you can follow me at Nadi Hafiza on Instagram. I'm not that big on Twitter, but I am on there. So Nadi Hafiza is N-A-D-I-H-A-F-E-E-Z-A. Um, and again, that's on Instagram is where I'm most prominent. Um, you can follow The Company Connect. So it's just The Company Connect on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can tap in with us on our website at www.thecompanyconnect.com. Yep, you can follow me at AC underscore the legend. Let's go. Man, the carries, man. AC, Nadia, man. This, is, this has been beautiful. This has been wonderful. Listen, hold on. I want y'all to edit this part out. I didn't ask y'all beforehand. I had sent it in the, in the questions. Um, one of the things that I do on here is I have the guest lobby for a special guest. When we first started the pod, I had my guest lobby for Arian Foster. Um, used to play NFL yeah. for, for the mm. Texans and stuff. Okay. I had him on in, back in January. Ooh, nice. um, we, had a, we had a real dope, dope conversation. The next person that we're trying to get on is Charlemagne the God. Okay. Um, but I like to ask you beforehand, before we get into these, because I done had people tell me, like, I don't fuck with him, so I'm okay. not. I'm yeah, not yeah. doing this. So I like that. So my bad. I meant to ask y'all beforehand if y'all was okay with that. Yeah. Cool but with if y'all are, I want y'all to look into the camera and tell Charlemagne the God why he should be a guest on the Leo Purpose Podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Yo. Yo, we rolling. We good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell Charlemagne the God why he should be a guest on the Leo Purpose Podcast. Yes. Go ahead. Yo, Charlemagne, you definitely want to tap in with my guy John. Everything he has going on. I know that you are definitely in the space of mental health and mental awareness. Mm -hmm. This guy is the epitome of that, specifically with his podcast, doing great things and major things. It's something that you definitely want to tap into. So go ahead, have a conversation with my guy. 
so you guys can talk through some of that mental health issues. Let's I go. I love that, yeah. And I would just say it's a whole new market, baby. We, you know, we got, we got a little yeah, younger market, yeah, okay? Yeah. We got another, okay? He doing his podcast thing, so tap in. Why uh-huh. not? Tap for in. For sure, for sure. Support well, this listen, brother. man, thank you all so much, man. This has been wonderful. Thank you all again, thank man. You, thank you, thank you. community, man. For sure. The LYP, man, I can't do this without y'all, my team. Gabe, the real much love to y'all, man. I yes. cannot do this without my team, man. We we gonna continue to build this thing. This is only the beginning, like my guy AC said, man. We're gonna continue to build this thing and grow it and, and take it to the highest heights, man. So thank y'all. Let's go. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Another episode, LYP, Atlanta edition. Peace. Yes.